Hello and welcome to Season 4, Episode 5 of the Marketing Matters Podcast. This one is the last in our series about the step-by-step planning process. And today we're talking about Step 5, which is about how to sustain it. But before I do that, I must say hello to my fellow podcaster, David Wright. So hi, David. Hi there. Don't forget the weather. Oh no, well, weather's very important because I am now... Slightly confusing, but we're doing this slightly in advance because I'm uh, I'm heading off. So I, as you listen to this, I'm actually off somewhere on the canal networks of Britain. So uh, the weather for me is uh, somewhat irrelevant, but it's still cloudy and hopefully it'll be lovely wherever I am. But anyway, I was a bit of a ramble, but we shall go on. We talked about uh, the beginning of this series. We talked about the fact that marketing is a process, not an event. And I think today... Really, the emphasis of what we're uh, we're trying to do is talk about how you can make that process sustainable and keep it going. Because actually, in my experience, that is one of the most challenging things in marketing. It's dead easy to have do the first the planning and uh, getting it all together and having your ideas and starting to implement it, but actually keeping it going and sustaining it month in month out and year in year out is the really challenging thing. Yeah, and I think that's because. Most marketing is, when people think about marketing, they think, too often they just think about advertising or think about maybe doing a mail shot or an email shot or something. But all of these are very much just events, a point in time at which something happens. Your Mm. advert gets published either in a magazine or online or wherever, or your email goes out or your, your mail shot goes out, whatever it might be. And so you work up to that point when the event happens. The event happens and then you sit and wait to see what Mm. comes out of it. And actually, the essence of a marketing plan is not so much perhaps about the plan for any one of these individual events. It's about seeing that those events as being things that happen on a timeline. And it's that timeline that's your marketing process. And these are just points on the timeline when you take actions. Mm. And so that, yeah, looking at the the outcomes and the responses and the results from these actions is clearly a critical part of your uh, of a marketing process. But that in terms of sustaining your marketing, it's important that you see your marketing as at a level above any individual event mm. and that these events are all things that you can repeat or not repeat or do regularly or do something different. But actually, the marketing process is the the structure that joins all that together. And that's really what we're talking about. And, and it's a combination of, one, recognizing that marketing is something above these individual events. And two, that to make sure that you don't ever have too much invested, either in time or money, mm. and in any one of these events. Because the danger is that you just become so focused on achieving something through one event that you lose sight of the bigger picture. Yeah, and I, and I think one of the, the other things is, so yeah, it's about making sure that you're, you're focusing above the individual events, but also making sure that you know what it is you want to say. Because my feeling is that if you don't, one of the biggest reasons people stop doing things is they don't really know what they're going to say. So it comes to putting out a, a marketing message. You don't really know what you want to say. You don't know what your content's going to be. So it all becomes hard work. So actually, if you can find some way of always knowing what you're wanting to say for the next sort of two, three months in advance, it makes when you actually come to 
creating that content and delivering that marketing message it makes the actual process of doing that much simpler and I think was it you who came up with the concept of the content well I know there were two things one was a content calendar and another was a content radar and I think definitely the content radar okay came out of your head but I I think the content calendar is a a fairly well established concept yeah I know and I think the idea of a content calendar is as it says, the that you have a calendar for the next sort of two or three months, and on that you detail what it is you're trying to communicate from a marketing perspective, and what content you are going to generate to actually communicate that. So whether it's blog posts, whether it's podcasts, whether it's videos, whether it's photos, whatever it may be, that you just have an, an idea of what the subject matter for those is going to be over the next two or three months. So when you come to actually create that content you don't have to start from scratch and certainly we found and we've been doing sort of podcasts and blogging for many years now and we always find it most easy to sustain when we do that process the times when we get to a point where we're sort of we've run out and we're we're sort of thinking what are we going to do next those are the times when it becomes hard work but actually if you can keep that content calendar going ahead of you it can make life much easier and I think another trap that people fall into is you talk about planning two or three months ahead I think if you make that plan for let's say three months ahead that doesn't mean you don't need to look at it again for three months (laughs) that we talked last time about having regular reviews of your your marketing process at different levels and one of which is perhaps to look at things on a monthly level and I think if you have a three-month content calendar which is I think a good objective then you should be reviewing that content calendar every month Mm. and every month adding another month yeah. so it stays as a well between two and three the least it is is a two month ahead yeah. and then it goes back up to three months ahead and I'm certainly on a personal level I've been applying a rule a little bit like that which is I'm finding very useful and that's I decided to commit to putting something out on on LinkedIn every week and what I now do it goes out on a Monday morning on hashtag Monday musings if you'd like mm. to have a look and what I do is every Monday I both post my the content I want to post and plan what I'm going to post next week mm. so that next week I've, I know what I'm going to do yeah. and I haven't got to come in on a on a Monday morning and sort of think oh what am I going to do because I know and so the the effort of deciding what to do next, I do ahead of time. Yeah, and that, that, that has been a real, made a real difference in, in keeping it going, yeah. certainly. And, and I think the other thing we just talked about there was the idea of a content radar, which is definitely one of yours, I think. But I think it's a great idea. And it is the concept that actually, as you go along your, through your day-to-day business, you're visiting clients, you're talking to them about mm-hmm. how you're helping them, you're developing new products or services or whatever it might be, just to constantly think, would this make some good content? Would it make a blog post? Could I do a video of it? Could I do a case study? Whatever it might be. And and just, as you say, if you've always got that in your head, when these things come up, you just make a note of it and think, yeah, that would be a really good really good blog post. So at some point when you're doing your, your content calendar, you've got these ideas that can feed into that content calendar. And I think those two together can keep the, the stream of content going quite nicely and indefinitely and very sustainably. And, and I think another another tip I'd give is to not take the line of, right, Friday afternoon or whatever, I'm going to sit down and write a blog post mm. or write this or develop that. I find it much easier if I give myself time. So I might, in the first instance, just 
take five or ten minutes and write a few random words almost down yeah. but something that I can start to build a structure around so that I might I might then at another point take another 10-15 minutes to work those up and I, and I find that I can build a a pretty decent blog post over time and it's much less stressful and it's I, f- I find it a lot easier than just saying right I've got to do it now because I need to publish it in half an hour yeah and, and I think that way you actually end up with better blog posts because they tend to be more considered and more thoughts put yeah, into definitely them. yeah and I, and I think the another thing I mean we didn't really intend this to become a, a hints and tips on content writing but it seems to be going that way which which seems seems I, reasonable. I, I think I think you know the biggest issue we come across time and time again with marketing is people don't stick at it. Yeah. And, and, and actually, we, we've talked a few times about the idea of if you do stuff, stuff happens. Yeah. And I really think it is the essence of marketing. People mm. are looking for that magic wand that doesn't exist. And so there is always a focus on the wave of the wand or the sending of the email or yeah. the sending of the mail shot or whatever it is. And actually, as I said at the top of this session... That's that isn't marketing. No, it's much much broader than that. And I think when we're talking about content and we've talked about different various types of content, I think the other thing to remember is that all content is not the same, and and you can vary the types, the complexities of what you're doing, and you don't have to be creating a Hollywood movie for your video every time or writing war and peace in a in a blog post yes sometimes that's appropriate and sometimes it's appropriate to to put some resource into something like a video but equally as as part of your content radio you might spot an article in a either online or in a, a trade journal or whatever that you think I've got something to say about that so just the idea of putting on your post or on your social media a link to that article with a, a, a comment that you may have that puts your point of view and maybe reinforces your, your view of the world and how you, you know, the services you offer and the value you deliver. As I say, just that, that's enough. Just maybe literally a paragraph and a link is a piece of content. And that, particularly on social media, is really valuable content. You don't have to be writing big, long blog posts every single time. They, they have a place and they should be form a, a, a sort of a key element of your, your content, but they don't have to be like that every time. Yeah, and, and I, the other thing is about not being afraid to repurpose content. No. I think, um, I mean, it's it's a, a well-known, if somewhat hackneyed phrase that repetition sells. But um, I remember not so long ago talking to a professor at a leading international business school who does podcasts and videos and what have you, and his standard policy, his standard approach is to do a video which he clearly puts out as video content, he can then just strip out the audio of that and put that out as a podcast audio content. And he did say he gets somebody else to basically write up whatever it is he said, and you've got a text-based content piece. So, And and he does that pretty much with everything he does. So every bit of effort he puts in, he gets three lots of content out of it. Yeah. Yeah, and I think as well, the uh, sorry, I cut across you. You look like you were about to say no, something no, else. No. And I think the other thing is the idea of don't be afraid not only to repurpose stuff, but to repeat stuff. You know, if you put out a video, don't just put it out once. You, yeah, put it, into, put it onto YouTube, put it in a blog post, but also put it onto social media and put it onto social media multiple times. Because the fact is that you, just, you only have to look at adverts on TV or if you actually follow emails and particularly social media, There is a lot of, you know, it's all about repeat, 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 because particularly on social media, you things are, it's very transient. And the chances of 
everybody seeing it the first time you post it is pretty minimal, you know, because you post it and it's gone. So actually don't be afraid of creating a piece of content for maybe uh, a couple of weeks or a month and then using that content almost to death over that week and just reposting it, sending emails with it turning it into a pot, whatever it may be. Particularly through different channels. And different channels, absolutely. So don't be afraid of, of repeating yourself. Don't just think, oh, I've done this piece of content, I put it on my website, that's the job done. And I think always focus on quality over quantity. Yeah. That to have good quality content that you perhaps use multiple times is much better than saying, well, no, I must have new content all the time. But the consequence of that is that too much of your content is really not not that good yeah and i think the other thing is to bear in mind that you don't have to do it all yourself you know you will have business relationships with suppliers with you know delivery partners whoever it may be and don't be afraid to think could they create some content for you could they do a guest post could they do uh, an interview on a podcast whatever it may be and share that out as well i suppose what i'm saying is it doesn't all have to be about you if the content reinforces your position in the market and the service you offer and the value that you offer it can be about other people that you partner with for for service delivery and i think that way it has a number of advantages a you don't have to write the content b when you put it out there you're not the only one promoting it because obviously the person who's written it will be promoting it as well so i think this idea of guest content and partnering on content has has real value I think it does, but I think it's important that you pick your partners. You, you do. Get, yeah. uh, I'm sure you'll see in your own inbox emails from people who just randomly offer to write content for you and, yeah. and guest posts and what have you. And I think you've got to be careful about those sources. You, you need to make sure that it's from a, a reliable source and that fits in with your, your own marketing objectives. Yeah, and I, I'm from that point, I would always look at the first place for that would be partners and people you're doing business with on a regular basis and maybe even who are helping you to sort of deliver to your clients and to use them, that as being the first point of call rather than, as you say, the random will do you a guest post on your website. So, yeah, so as I say, it's turned into a little bit of a, uh, a bit of a hints and tips, but I think it, that is very relevant because ultimately over the last five episodes, we've covered the planning process. We've covered the sort of implementation process step by step and how to monitor it. But actually, this section about how to sustain it is the key element in that, you know, it is the thing that means success or failure for the rest of it and actually so actually delivering some really practical tips on how you can sustain it I think is relevant so I think we will start to leave it there and I'm going to actually finish with with three three things that I think you should if you're going to take out of this series then you should do that but before that I just want to say a little bit about the next few weeks we're finishing off this series now and we're going to take a bit of a break over the summer and in next if you if you subscribe to our email next time you will get a uh, a quiz we we try and do a quiz at Christmas what and summer a quiz it is the the quiz almost famous <laughs> BSA summer quiz BSA summer quiz which seems to get more and more difficult every uh, every year but so, it, so yeah it's it's some, definitely something to look forward to and hopefully keep you entertained over the summer while you're sitting on the the beach or maybe or if, not. You can't, if you can't get <laughs> there are there are beaches in the uk 
but uh, yeah, so whatever you're doing over the summer, we hope you enjoy it. We'll be back in, in September uh, with a new series uh, of the Marketing Matters podcast. But in the meantime, as I say, I want to just leave you with three tips, really summarizing what we've said today. So number one is look at to develop a content radar and look at a way you can keep constantly in your mind what will make good content and, and sort of note that down. Two is I would say set up a formal process for managing and reviewing your marketing because again having that formal process will keep it going and three I would say keep it simple marketing should not be hard work and it's actually when it is hard work that it tends to stop so you need to create processes and systems and keep it simple and just make it so doing your marketing is not hard work and if you do that it's more likely just to happen and don't beat yourself up about it yes there's always more you could do there's always different things you could do but actually doing anything is so much better than doing nothing and as long as you use your common sense use your undoubtedly your your expertise of your own business in your own marketplace and just stick at it and what happens happens learn from if you make mistakes fine learn Mm. from them if you have successes make sure you can you can exploit those successes but uh, and try and enjoy it yeah i think that's a good place to stop so we shall stop there and uh, as i say have a great summer Uh, if you want to sort of review any of the stuff we've been doing you'll find the whole of this series on the the PIMS marketing process on our podcast, uh, podcast.bsamarketing.com. You'll find relevant posts on the su- this and other subjects on uh, bsamarketing.com. We will also be continuing to be around on social media, particularly LinkedIn and Twitter. And David, what was your hashtag for Monday mornings? Monday musings. Monday musings. So they will continue, I guess, over the summer. Are they continuing? Maybe. 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 <laughs> Might be not quite every Monday. Um, but yeah, so, and, and we're also on Twitter, both LinkedIn and Twitter. It's at bsamarketing.com. So uh, nothing else to say really other than have a great summer and we will see you in September. And until then, happy marketing. Have a good summer. Have a good summer.